Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A week from Sunday. The Packers travel over to Minnesota in U.S. Bank Stadium, and that's where they're going to open up their season, their 2020 campaign. And to talk more about uh, their training camp and such, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette and PackersNews.com joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Ryan, how are you doing today? Doing great, Bill. How's it going? I am doing well. I uh, I went off a little while ago. I heard the question posed to Matt LaFleur about, hey, was that the same knee that uh, was operated on. Uh, can you give us a rundown? And Matt LaFleur's like, ah, you guys have some tough questions. Uh, uh, the injury report comes out in a week. I, I don't get the secrecy. This level of red China will only tell you what we think you need to know. Uh, does it? How frustrating is it at times? Uh, I wouldn't say it's not frustrating. Uh, it's, it's what you expect. So I was the one that asked that question. And first and foremost, that's not a hard question. It's, it's, it's a very basic question. It's not a hard question. Secondly, it's a question that, at this point, the chances of Matt LaFleur answering that question, I, I know, are, are, are small, but my job is to ask that question. That is my job. And if I'm not asking that question, I'm not doing my job. And so I'm going to ask the question. And, yeah, I, I, the secrecy, look, it's – I don't know how it plays uh, all that well that the Packers – even basic information like it's life and death when it's literally in the middle of a pandemic that is actually life and death it's just it's it's not a good dichotomy so it it is what it is it's not going to change this is the way the Packers operate they're certainly not the only NFL team to operate this way but um, some of the secrecy at times can get a little silly Uh, it's not a secret to anyone that Kamal Martin had knee surgery on Tuesday and it's something that the team should be able to discuss. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't get it. It just, it, it's mind-boggling to me. So it is what it is. Uh, that being said, so as this team is a week away from Sunday from actually getting it going, uh, let's start with the offense. How confident are you that this team is uh, is kind of, we'll say, ready to go? I think a big development in camp has been that the offense has done pretty well on third down. They were terrible on third down last year. 
if they can carry that, and this is all if, like that, that word is important. It hangs over everything, if, because we haven't even seen preseason games. So we really don't know. But if they can carry that into the regular season, that bodes well for the offense. I, I wrote about today, Aaron Rodgers, is, he's really thrown to his running backs, which we know in the past few years especially, is, is it's been a, a constant complaint. Take the check down. Take what's there. We've seen that in practice. I think some of that, it's not just a coincidence that they've got a lot of receiving talent in the backfield. Jamal Williams led the team in touchdown catches last year, tied Jimmy Graham with five. Aaron Jones, you give him the football as a runner or receiver, it doesn't matter, he's one that plays. A.J. Dillon has been something of a revelation as a receiver in camp. He's been promising after only 21 college receptions in three seasons. They've got receiving talent in the backfield. They're lacking some receiving talent on the perimeter at the wide receiver group, so that that could bode well if if that continues. Um, you know, the the run game, who knows? I mean, we've seen one live period in three, three and a half weeks. So it's it's going to be anyone's guess. I think the, the biggest question for offense going into the season is definitely going to be the right tackle position. Sure seems like Billy Turner's not going to be able to go week one. He was going to be the starting right tackle. So now is it Rick Wagner? Matt LaFleur wouldn't say today. I think they feel really good about four of their five spots. Of the three on that right side of Billy Turner, Rick Wagner, and Lane Taylor competing for two spots, Lane Taylor's been the best player in camp. So he's he's grabbed that right guard spot. It's just a matter of what they do at right tackle. And, and certainly losing Brian Bullock in free agency, uh, I, I think they, they would have preferred not to have the questions there entering week one that they have, but maybe not all that much of a surprise. Um, wanted to ask you as well, defensively speaking, by the way, we're talking Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette uh, right now and uh, talking defensively. Now, wh- give me your thoughts about the depth that they have, the legitimate depth they have at linebacker. We were talking about this yesterday, and Oren Burke's trying to come back. You've got, uh, you know, really a depth issue, I guess, for lack of a better term, is, is to you don't know what you have right there. Kirksey's supposed to be the guy, but he's also been a guy that's been banged up over the years. So where is this team at the middle linebacking position? Well, it's uh, one Christian Kirksey injury away from saying what middle linebacker position. <laughs> and, and by the way, Christian Kirksey's played, what, nine games the last two seasons? So yeah, if Kirksey's on the field, they're in good, they're, I think they're in they're in adequate shape. I mean, Christian Kirksey's played in the system before. He's a veteran, the most experienced player on that defense. He's a good player. Uh, so as long as he's on the field, they'll, they'll be okay to an extent. I mean, it's, it still looks a lot like uh, Mike Patton's going to have to drop a safety into the box on, on, on sub-package the way he did last year. Schematically against the run, that's not ideal because you go small and teams can pound you. We saw that not just happen in San Francisco last year. They actually played a lot of base in the NFC Championship game with two inside linebackers on the field. But throughout the season, the run defense wasn't all that great leading up to that. And a lot of that was going three safeties on the field. One is kind of a hybrid inside linebacker. Um, you're looking at probably a lot of that right now because Kamal Martin, he's out several weeks. Oren Burks returned to practice yesterday, and they're about to practice again here today. But he had fallen behind Kamal Martin on the depth chart. And then Ty Summers is a really good special teams player, maybe their best special teams player, but he hasn't shown that he's, he's a linebacker. He hasn't shown anything more than special teams yet. So it's, it's Christian Kirksey and a safety. And if not Christian Kirksey, I don't know. Do you go four safeties? I, I don't know what they do there. Uh, that's a great question. Ty Summers, let me ask you about him. We were talking about him. He was all you know, last year during the preseason, he was all preseason, sideline to sideline, making tackles. 
Has he taken that next step to where you could begin to count on him a little bit? You know, we we haven't seen it yet. He hasn't gotten the reps to show that the coaches believe that he's there yet. He, we know what he can do. He's going to make this team because of special teams. He, he played over 300 special team snaps last year. Um, it's just a matter of, I don't know, he's got to further develop into it. You know, it, it was a big transition for him coming out of TCU because he was a hand-on-the-ground defensive end. So to go from there in the Big 12 to standing up at inside linebacker in the NFL, it, it's, it's a huge transition. Um, I, I think it's a, a, a journey that he's still making. Uh, he just looked so good. I just don't know. I mean, just is it more of his mental game that he just didn't – once it, it once the lights were on, he wasn't getting it, kind of comprehending it as quickly as others? I think, yeah, I think that's, you know, there's so much more to process when you're standing up in the middle of defense. There's so much more to process. So it takes time. And, you know, I, I don't know that's much of a surprise that it hasn't happened yet. But, um, you know, if, he's a special teamer. And then whatever they can, I think the, the stance that they're at right now is whatever they can, he can give them on defense is, is without a bonus. Uh, also, I wanted to talk to you. You mentioned the secondary position. The se- I, look, I was reading some of the reports uh, and some of the rankings. I was looking at Pro Football Focus. A lot of people giving the secondary of the Green Bay Packers a lot of props. Uh, the one, I guess, Achilles heel is the ability at times to jump the route. It's the aggressiveness that jumped the route that ultimately can cost them when it comes to giving big plays up. Do you see a concentration where uh, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't want to take away that aggressiveness, but a little bit more smart, so to speak? Well, yeah, I think um, where Jair Alexander is in his development, his next step is to be able to make more of those plays. Lockdown coverage, put him on a number one, you're going to get good coverage from him on the outside. You know that. But being able to have more than two picks and and when the ball hits his hands, securing it and finishing the play, and just being in more position, you know, less PBUs and more picks, that that's that's where he is. You look at the cornerback position in general, um, not only do not a lot of teams around the league have two guys on the outside, like the Packers have with John Alexander and Kevin King, but they're so different. They're not just good; they're also different. And they're, they're, it's a diverse skill, skill set. You've got Jerry Alexander, who you can put him on smaller, quicker receivers, and he he plays big. He's only five ten, but he plays big. He, he's very solid in run support, and he's got that speed to, to, to cover those guys. And then you get Kevin King for the receivers that. They're, they're, they're too big maybe for Jair Alexander, the 6'3 guys. You don't want to put a 5'10 guy on. Well, Kevin King is 6'3", and he runs a 4'4'3", so he's got some fluidity in his hips, and he can, he can muscle up and has good long arms for leverage against those big guys. So they, they've got options in terms of how they want to dictate matchups with those two guys. I think uh, they feel good about Shannon Sullivan and, and, and Nickel. Um, that, that's a big reason why they didn't entertain the thought of keeping uh, or re-signing Tremont Williams this spring. And on the back end, with Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage Jr., very similar. Adrian Amos is kind of a jack-of-all-trades, can play near the line of scrimmage and make plays. Darnell Savage Jr. has that speed to kind of be that rangy center fielder. So that they've got the guys in place that they want to have in place. It's really just a matter of keeping them healthy throughout the course of the season. Hey, before I let you go, uh, special teams-wise, this team you know, has been adequate, not great. Uh, kick returning, punt returning, we staying with the same, or are they trying to mix it up? No, it'll, it'll be Tyler Irvin. I, 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 okay. I don't think that's any shock at all to the to the Vikings. Um, the, the When you look at special teams as a whole, 
Sean Menanga had a mess to clean up when he was hired last year. He he inherited a group that, I don't know the number, but there were a lot of penalties on that side of the ball uh, with Ron Zook's final few special teams groups. And that that was job one for Sean Menanga coming in as special teams coordinator was to to fix that, to clean up the airs and to, to get rid of the penalties. And in doing so, they were awfully conservative as a unit last year. You barely saw anything in explosive plays. In fact, you saw basically no explosive plays until Tyler Irvin came in December. And then you started to see some, but even still, they were never a threat to take it to the house. Those types of explosive plays did not exist. Because of that conservatism, if you look at, okay, what's what's year two? Just like we talked, year two in the offense, year two in the special teams, now that they've kind of established that, that baseline of clean play and, and, and they had far fewer penalties last year, the next step is to be able to retain that while adding the explosives and becoming more explosive and, and more aggressive with special teams. That That's really the, the, the focus going into this fall. Good stuff. Appreciate it as always, and uh, we'll chat again soon, okay? All right, Bill. Have a good weekend. Thanks so much. There you go. Ryan Wood, Green Bay Press Gazette, PackersNews.com, joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to SchneiderJobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.